Keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lied. My, my future got me checking the time. High off life, I'm off my own supply. I'm here to make sure they know the vibe. Yo, 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 what's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Ring. Episode 93. Glad to be back. This is your boy, Chris J. Got the boy, Trill Savage. I'm going to introduce yourself. Yo. Of course, we knee deep into, well, yeah, knee deep. And NBA playoffs at this point. Three games have been played. Lakers up 2 1. Uh, shout out to Jimmy Butler for playing the game of his life to avoid being down 3 0. Uh, but we, we got, like, it's, it's worth talking about. I would at least say they got a game. And I was telling people put respect on the Heat name. Like, they ain't no hoes. They ain't no bitches. They're not going to get swept. Like, they not. Even the Lakers didn't sweep the Nuggets, and I feel like they outclassed them. Sometimes you just better than the other team. But but at the same time, like, no matter what, you always going to find a way to get one. Always. Especially in the finals. Like, the last week we got was literally uh, LeBron and Larry Nance versus freaking uh, KD and Steph. And I was, and even then, LeBron had a similar type game. In game one, but it didn't work out because J.R. Smith forgot to shoot to put the ball in the hoop. The number one rule in basketball. But overall, like, game one, the Lakers whooped their ass. Game two was a decent game despite the Heat losing Drogic and Bam, which are huge losses. In game three, the Heat just literally had a consistent, had consistent, uh, play jimmy played the game of his life a 40 point triple double is great it's beautiful beautiful i was happy to see it as a jimmy fan but they had to play a perfect game just to barely beat the lakers and people need to remember that so but uh your thoughts on the series so far this is what motherfuckers want even though they spin it in a different direction than people thought at first Braun easiest reign. It's not competitive. Will we'll, we'll Jimmy get a good game in? Literally, Jimmy, because he dropped 40. Um, what a triple double. Great. Braun was ass. Anthony Davis was pussy. It was it was a game in which the Heat was destined to win. And the depth and I things that I didn't think I would say coming towards the playoffs and coming towards the depth of the, the fucking them in the game. They role players and bench players outplayed their stars. Easily, yeah. The chances of we getting that again, Slim, not going to say it's not going to happen. But what I mean by people spending it, now people are saying, oh, the Lakers might be in trouble, which they not. Oh, the just it's – you got a bad Anthony Davis and LeBron game. 
you're not going to get both of those in the same night again, just the way it is. Um, it was, I don't know what the frustration was, but you could tell there was frustration. I don't know if it was more on Vogel's game plan or LeBron play or Anthony Davis play, but there was frustration. They stormed out the court. We already getting them leadership issues, things that have been going around, even though the whole finals press conference and, 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 and the whole story between a team and they, they camaraderie and stuff with how LeBron and AD just meshes well. So I don't want to hear that leadership shit at all. My bad for Carson. Um, you also get, uh, you got, um, just, it was a great, I don't want to take this anything away from the heat because they scrapped that game, um, missing two of their starters, even though I don't think that's the biggest story if anybody can make it because I don't know what's this thing. I understand, bam, but I don't know what's this thing is like Drogic is the key factor when that has nothing to do with what the heat, the reason the heat is down in this series is because they don't have Drogic. I want to hear that. It's just they have nothing for Anthony Davis. And when Anthony Davis was horrible like he was in game three, they won. So that's the critical factor. Yeah. Is Anthony Davis is the X factor of this finals for the Lakers. So Anthony Davis has to play at a level in which he's is the best player on the court, which I believe he is. I know Bron is on that court too. Anthony Davis is the best player on that court. Younger, bigger, can't nobody on that court guard him. Like you can throw bodies at LeBron. Not bit as you could throw at Anthony Davis, except for freaking Olenek, and Olenek is only there to probably injure him at that point. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that's my take on it. I knew they was gonna lose. Look, bro, I you talk, you've been telling me not to take the heat for granted. I've been telling it's just to like quit getting cocky because the heat gonna get a game. He gonna look yeah. stupid when they do get a game because everybody. Is, is saying like I just don't think in general it's just and I I, I will say this in full fledged um, I, I don't think the league is rigged but I do think they suggest a lot of shit that happens in games in terms of the way it is officiated you can see in a lot of the games that even in the playoffs just with the Lakers and the way it's officiated right you not about to let I, I, it's a business at the end of the day right you not gonna let the Lakers steamroll through every team in the playoffs, bro, and expect people to get on board. I don't believe the ratings jit jab and stuff because so many people illegally stream basketball. It's not even fucking funny. Like it's it's prop. I would say basketball is probably most illegally streamed sport. I'm not even gonna cap to you, bro. It is. But they had a whole like Reddit heist over this shit, bro. It's basketball is extremely. And Miller's known, oh, the Warriors got more ratings. One, the Warriors had the biggest bandwagon in the fucking history. So I don't want to hear that dumb shit. And also, this is another another factor in terms of the ratings right now. Some of these games are coming on at the same time as the baseball playoffs. The NFL games as well. And like, like every a lot of sports are happening at one time. So the viewership is split. Yeah, it, 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 just, I just think Ravens is a shit talking point. And usually when the basketball is in the playoffs, the only other thing it's competing with is probably NHL. NHL and early and like literally mid, like early season baseball. Like, so it's – it's now you're competing with football, who's – as much as people hate it, it is America's Sports. game. Um. In baseball, which is the white people's game, you know, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. I think hockey's over. 
Right. Hockey yeah, over. hockey just ended. Uh, I forgot who won. I, look, if the Blackhawks are in the playoffs, I don't care. I don't care. I forgot who won too, but they won like really fucking easily as well. The hockey bubble was the hockey. There was some real hockey players in that bubble, I guess. Um, Definitely. But back to like the the whole thing, like I just think they're not gonna let the Heat, they, bro. The Heat, Jimmy Butler. Oh, you can say it's the way Jimmy Butler game is. Uh, whatever. That nigga went to the line. I don't care. I hate. I hate to like the playing for foul shit because it just slow the game down, and I already be sleepy watching fucking Lakers games. But at the end of the day, I don't care if a player goes in the line a lot because it happens. For Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, some of my favorite players, low key in the post playing for fouls half the time. But that's part of playing in the post. <laughs> shit, I guess. But like when when. This nigga got 40 points. I'm pretty sure a majority of those are fucking foul shots. The nigga didn't miss. That's just the way it's officiated. I don't care what anybody that Brown was asked. But when you look at previous games, and not that one, because Brown was just asked. When you look at previous games and the officiate ain't the same, but it's the same type of play happening. You can tell it was it was it was one sided, and, and it's not necessarily a necessarily a bad thing because at the end of the day, is the Lakers most likely going to win? Yes. Is it great for basketball for the Lakers to win on the narrative aspect? Yes. Is it a better story? Yes. So the NBA would be in the Lakers, the Lakers, um, sad money, everything. I think people always have this assumption just because you know, Bron is still kind of the face that they will always be on his side. I don't fucking think that. You know, I think the way Adam Silver sees it, like in the business aspect of the league, we're just going to make him more money down the line, right? Depending on, like, competitiveness and stuff like that. I'm not saying they read games. I'm not saying it's, 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 it's to the point that that they pick and choose winning. I just I believe, I'm not saying it's fact, that the way officiating is, you tell officials, you know, Lead on the Heat side, one of the Lakers. You know, help the Heat out or some shit like that. In, in that case, even if that did happen last game, guess what? Lakers only lost by, like, what, 10? They lost by 10, but literally there was a point where they were only down by, like, two or three. Yeah, and, then... and they, there was a point when they got the lead back by Rondo fucking three. The Lakers is just a really fucking good team. Now, in terms of, like, how that's going to feel morale-wise, I don't think that's really a hamper them. Uh, because know. Marcus Morris was was hot that game. Marquis. Um Rondo was being Rondo. I don't think he got the points, but he was being Rondo. Kuzma was fucking on fire that game. Um, just a just a lot of good shit, you know. My bad, Curse. It's a lot of good stuff. Um, so it's 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 a game that when we look back on, like today and in the future, that Jimmy played a masterclass game. And you just can't take it away from him. He played really, really good. Um, I don't know why this conversation is still going to be a thing. Uh, is he a star or a superstar? Nigga, you tell me. Nigga, a superstar. What makes Jimmy Butler not one? You know what I'm saying? Like, he, Jimmy Butler has done, his resume already says it. He in a final with LeBron James. Superstar. Now, he ain't glitz. He ain't glamour. He ain't. Going James Harden you to death, probably not going to start in the All Star team, 
but he's a superstar. Okay. Now all this, this Jimmy talk, I, I look, that's great. That's, that's fantastic. I think whoever's going to join him in Miami, they're going to be a team that's going to be hard to beat for years to come. Um, in the Eastern Conference, that's still going to be fucking weak. I don't care who's there. Um, so it's, 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 it's good to see um, what he's doing and getting everything that he needs to get out. Uh, and sure that he's worth every penny. And sure that he's worth every discussion that he's in. Uh, that I feel like the shooting guard discussion damn near changes, just like how the point guard discussion does. Yeah. Um, so where would we put Jimmy? With Harden, with fucking Clay. Bradley, Bill, Clay, and all that type of stuff. I think he's right there. He's there, yeah. It's just uh, the weird uh, thing with Jimmy. It's like, I don't know what position he is no more. Is he a shooting guard or a small forward? That's the problem. Shit, is he a point guard? Well, he always was a good playmaker. Like, that was a very underrated aspect of his game. Like, I feel like people forgot Jimmy's game when he went to the Timberwolves in Philly because he had to play more of a scorer role. But when he was with the Bulls, he was a hell of a playmaker. He That was a very underrated part of his game was his playmaking skills. So like that's why like when he had when he had his past two games, he had double digits and assists. I'm like I'm not surprised. Shit, like he's a good passer. It's uh, it's a nice game though. I just man, look, bro, look. If you public service announcement, if you have anxiety, if you have heart problems, have blood pressure. You big mama, and you make nothing but fucking fat food on every Sunday. Bruh. Don't watch Lakers games. Just gonna that shit stressful. I don't like watching that shit. Even if I'm rooting for him or not rooting for him, I'm not biased or anything. Whoever wins, wins. I don't want LeBron James to lose another final because I'm a fan of him. But whoever wins, wins. You know what I'm saying? I'm joking. Fuck at the end of the day. Uh, I don't. I count this bubble ring as any. Other ring, and also I, I'm probably kind of higher than the last couple fucking rings that we all knew who was gonna win them bitches, like just because of the motherfuckers was off for six months or four months, however many months they was off. They consistently um she oh my niece is two months today. Hey. She consistently um I mean oh she looks just like Muffin. I'm about to cry. She consistently um. Um, what you gonna call it? Uh, I said she, but uh, it's it's you consistently in a you know even if you want to put like the Black Lives Matter stuff into effect in this season, uh, having teammates and, and, and people left about being away from their freaking family for how long? I think dude Bron only got his wife there, or something like that. Like I don't even think he got his wife there. I you know. All that that's circling around, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's you know that at the end of the day, I think that should be like the biggest take of um. I think that should be the biggest take of uh. uh the bubble is that these people sacrifice their lives, and not mm-hmm. just because of COVID, just because you know anxiety is a thing when you're not around the people that you love. Exactly. So to say that this ring is a is 
is a Mickey Mouse ring or whatever the heck you want to call it. It's still a big ring. You still mm-hmm. be in the Raptors. This would be the Heat's what? Would it be fourth They're or fifth four. championship? And it, this it would, would be, be the Lakers. What? 17, 17, 16? Yeah, 17. Which would tie them with the Celtics for most. So, you know, the story writes itself. Um, Kill nobody say, is it something that we all think we was going to see? You know what? Yeah. Was it, did we think it was going to be more competitive? Of course. But, nigga, we got four games left, if that. You know what I'm saying? Who knows how competitive it can get. But just want to say this. Nobody was talking this shit when they was going against the Rockets, when they was going against the best A seed of all time, when they was going against the comeback kids, when they lost the Christmas game finals, when they lost the 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 the, the opening season championship. What was this talk of these? Oh, they just better than everybody. What was this, bro? Keep that energy consistent, bro. Like. Uh, I, I wish I could find that Facebook post because somebody literally s- stated all the narratives that the Lakers had to go through this season. I saw it on Twitter too. Yeah. Oh well, look, I wish like I saw it on Facebook. I don't know if I saved the post. I don't feel like digging through it. But when, if, when the Lakers win, uh, I'm gonna read that. Sh- I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it on the podcast. We're gonna have a dialogue about it because. Muggs was really downing this Lakers team. They were really downing this team. Like, they were, y'all was giving them bars off. And, like, you can't sit there and say they the greats now when y'all was pushing narratives against them all season (laughs) and making agendas for the Clippers. So, and then when you see a team that, is yeah, they're the fifth seed. Like, yeah, the heat is the fifth seed. And you're like, hmm. Yeah, we just see them we just saw them almost sweep the uh the Celtics. I mean not I mean the Bucks, which has Giannis. And they would have swept them, but Chris Milton had the game of his life. Um and then we saw them sweep and get the hell get TJ Warren the hell up out of here in the first round. They had the hyped in, and then they were literally the favorites going in against the Celtics. Even though I had the Celtics beating them, but there were a decent amount of people saying, "Oh, the this series, like the Heat should should be able to take this series X, Y, and Z." So suddenly now, after Game One and Game Two, because a lot of people actually had the Heat beating them in seven. Then it was like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, we take that back." We were tweaking, you know, you know how it is. Like, no, stick to stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. If you believe it was heat in seven, hey, believe. Believe. I just don't believe they got the firepower and the health right now to do it. Because, yes, Bam is questionable to come back tomorrow in game four. Regardless, that shoulder is hanging off the bone. <laughs> Regardless. So, he still has to bump bodies with AD, bump bodies with Dwight Howard, bump bodies with LeBron, bump bodies with Markeith Morris. So, okay, how healthy is he? Because he still got to fight the boss. He's your best rebounder. Your best rebounder by a large margin. So, what do, so like, like, 
is that how is that going to make a difference with a uh, rejuvenated and motivation LeBron in AD? Because regardless, blood is still there. Like, the, the, the scent of blood is there. Like, it's there. Jimmy already had his game. I don't think he's going to have another. They near died doing it. But, hey, all I'm going to say is the Heat needed, are doing know, what they're like, supposed to do. The game is needed. Like, at the end of the day, you wanted to see that. I agree with the people. This shit is not watchable if it's not competitive. Agreed. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep it fucked. If they would have won this game, I'm only tuning in to because, one, you suck the life out of the Heat if you go 3 0. You did. You, you took, took their soul. You took their soul. That's why, like, it, like, if that's why I think I I posted, or I posted and tweeted, yo, the Lakers is about to make. If the Lakers come back in the fourth quarter, this series is legit done. Yeah, I don't so care if like, you bring Bam back or not, they're done. Like so, like, and what I mean by that is just that. I, is there a stat out there of how many teams get swept after going up? You know, after being down three zero. Because I'm pretty sure it favors the sweep part more than the team continuing. You know what Nobody I'm ever came back three zero. Never. So like, there's there is is a good story of the Heat somehow bring this back of them being the underdogs, which you know who the fuck is. But you know it's it's a nobody wants to see it. Just a, a I don't understand why people felt like oh okay I do understand people just want to see LeBron lose. That but too. When when and the Lakers fail when the. When the Clippers, I mean, not the Clippers, when the Warriors were smoking on everybody, nobody was, only real basketball fans, I would say, was was caring about parity, right? Because the only fucking team they had coming at their neck was the Rockets for some apparent reason. They could score with them. What'd you say? They they were able to score with them. But or, just, just the, the game only down. reason. Nobody said nothing until they lost against the the Raptors just because that was a better story as well. You know what I'm saying? And they just look at KD Achilles was like a barbecue joint and, and fell off the bone. But it's it, it, it's all honestly nobody nobody was complaining of how because I barely bro after Braun dropped that 51 point game, I was like, yeah, this is a sweep. Yeah, it, it was done. I was the best chance. And I was like, oh, it's a sweep. All right, cool. I'm not watching it. No point. Um, and like I was gonna I was just gonna say, like, if this went 3-0 and this was about to be a sweep, I'm tuning in in the last two minutes just to see like a championship ceremony and stuff like that. I'm about to watch a fucking an hour full of uninspired basketball only on the Lakers side because they're about to get a ring. I'm just about to watch that shit because it's ugly. Um I think the Lakers win the next game. Things are gonna be dominant. If it don't happen, shout out to the series going two and two. I don't see that happening though. I just think that when we had this argument the other day, I just think that them weathering, not necessarily, not necessarily the Rockets, but them weathering the Nuggets because I think the Nuggets is probably one of the better teams in the playoffs in general. I don't care if people want to say who's their superstars, all that. I think they was better than the Clippers. I think they was better than the Bucks. I think they're better than the Rockets. I think they're better than every other team but the Lakers and maybe the Heat. I think the weather and the Nuggets will give them the edge because unlike all the other teams, I think it was only like, what, 
two games when the Nuggets just couldn't compete with the Lakers. But other than that, was they game, was competing with them niggas. Yeah, they made broad and they run. Yeah. Like game one and get in uh game one was a blowout and then the last game was a blowout mainly because Jokic got in foul trouble and Jamal Murray's hip was uh hip was uh on fire. And just like, you know, um what's another and you know like yeah they got I think the Nuggets took the exact same game, game three. Uh but it's just that um it's really honestly it's really Really, 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 really good. See that the he got that win. I think because it was just something missing from this finals. For me, the first two games, I was like, it's something missing. I'm watching this. This this really felt like a regular season game. Both of them. And now that they got, the, it probably feel like a final. Because that Nuggets versus Lakers, I ain't even gonna count. I was like, this bitch should go seven. It could have went seven. They just, it is not necessarily, it is not necessarily, I'm drinking Nuggets. I just like the Nuggets just played that. They had a chip on their show. They had nothing to lose. Yeah, they were playing with house money. He playing with house money too. Oh, but, God. But he playing with house money too, but it's just, you can, it's just, it's, even with game one before everybody on the, niggas on the heat died, you could tell the Lakers were just better. Because, like, I'm telling people this. The Heat's grave weakness is half-court offense. If they're not running and getting open threes, they're probably going to have stack. If you think the Lakers' offense gets stagnant, the Heat's offense gets just as stagnant. It's not even just, oh, I need a new phone case. Man, just blew up. And it's not even, I'm really scared about that. Hopefully this can work. But it's not even just, like, the stagnant offense. Um... Not even just that. It's like look at it as in a talented. You got so many young what Iggy, Drake Crowder, technically I don't think Jay Crowder was in a situation like this. Jay Crowder, Jimmy, Kelly Nick, Drogic. That's it, right? Of niggas who playing. Yeah, cause I will say I was about to say Solomon Hill, and I'm still co- mad. Co- Coach Spo, it, if you guys lose this finals, it's because you put Solomon Hill out there. I don't care. I don't care if he has the only plus and the plus minus for the series for the Heat. He's the reason why you lose. You play, oh. but yeah, that's it. Everybody else is pretty young on that team. So Um, but and Myers Leonard, yeah. Myers Leonard too. Oh, yeah, Miles Leonard. Shout out to Miles Leonard. I don't know why. I appreciate his game a lot sometimes. Don't, don't ask me why. Please don't. No, he's, a, don't he's, a, he's a very good energy guy. He's a very good energy guy. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy as hell. Yeah, it was a it's cool. It's stressful. Like I said, Lakers games are stressful. Sometimes I turn them off. I'm going to keep it buck. Sometimes I turn them bitches off. And then come back, even if they losing or up. Even if they up, I turn them bitches off. Because ain't nothing like a wrong team losing a fucking lead. It is, because it'd be funny as hell. Because you sit there and be like, yeah, if they do this one thing, it could fix everything. <laughs> then they don't do um, one thing. To I would love to see Dallas 
this, this fucking zone is such a good time. I don't, I don't think that's the fucking reason. I don't think up, bro. I didn't hear you. If I, I don't think the zone is the reason they lost, bro. I just, I, feel uh, like, I just think Anthony Davis just had a bad game, bro. That's yeah. all I see it as. Now, if the next game they lose, Anthony Davis had a good game, and you got to find this zone down to pieces. That's not Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis, he is the finals MVP. Yeah. And he has to continue to or LeBron snipe that shit. And now we don't have a conversation of Oh, they don't respect Davis. Uh, they just gave bro. I want to see that shit. I want to see Davis, the boy from my, from my city, to win that MVP. Would he be the first Chicago player to win a, uh, a Chicago final MVP? born? Probably. But uh, we'll pause for a sec because uh, my internet's tweaking. Hold on for I'm pause. All right, we're back. But uh, you keep going. What you was talking about? Uh, I want to see Anthony Davis as the final MVP, and so he has to come out and play like it. That's all. I think, and I, I, honestly, bro, I ain't to be one of them niggas. Our age is showing. Yeah. It's okay. fucking showing. Yeah. So you have to be, Bron's going to be fucking Magic Johnson for the rest of his career. And that's a good thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> but not a bad thing. He gonna, I don't know. You're going to have to learn how to get that fucking man. Oh, D-Wade. D-Wade. What? He, finals MVP from Chicago. You're not from Chicago. Nigga, he, he was he still grew up he, he was born here and still yeah he was Where from Where you Robbins. from, Chris? Robbins. Hmm? Robbins. What I said? <laughs> Just outside the city, G. Okay. So all I said Anthony Davis the first Chicago. Nigga, why, why okay. If a nigga from Harvey fucking says I'm from Chicago, niggas get mad. But the moment Dwayne Wade said which he's not from Chicago. Oh no, he's from Chicago, bro. That don't add up. Mugs pick and choose with D Wade. G. That's the funny thing. Like when Mugs rock with him, he's from here. He's born from here. But when he's not, and that nigga grew up in Robbins, so it's it's the pick and choose. You, you can look at him. He don't, he don't even look like he's from Chicago. Chicago people have this distinct look on their face. He don't look like. Look at Kendrick Nunn. They don't look like he's from Chicago. Hey. Look, man. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn play like a South Side nigga. G. Come on, bro. <laughs> that nigga. Look, look, look. What's that nigga name that always hurt? Uh, uh, always hurt. That's a lot of people. No, but it's Chicago basketball player that's always hurt. He went Derek to Simeon Rowe? too, I think. Oh, Jabari. Come on. Yeah, Jabari look like Chicago nigga. <laughs> come South on, I hate Patrick Beverly, but come on. And look, Patrick Beverly is embodies the West Side G in every way. So like the way way do not meet that criteria, sir. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I'm just happy, bro. We, we can talk about the next topic if you got. Uh, but yeah, uh, just to close this out, like it's it's like I just want people to res- put respect on Heat's name. I originally said Lakers and six. I. I'm still leaning towards Lakers in five right now, but I believe the series is like the Lakers is going to win the next two. Uh, I see them doing it. I don't care if Bam and Drogers come back and they, and they came out the hyperbolic time chamber on, on, on that shit. AD, 
and Braun had a bad game in game three, and they just barely escaped. AD was in foul trouble most of the game, so he had to play a little, a lot more softer, and they still almost won that game. So, I like, I respect the hype and the excitement, but gee, LeBron, I, when LeBron walked off that court, he was like, all right, I'm about to fuck these niggas up. I'm pretty sure he hit up AD and said, hey, bro, uh, I just got done watching game uh, six of the NBA Finals uh, when I came back from 3-1. We doing that to them niggas. <laughs> so... So yeah, like it's, it's, I think they're going to do that either soon, soon. But I believe the Lakers is going in this in two within the next two games. But uh, I most respect to the Heat though. Respect to Jimmy doing your thing. G, you had your finals moment, but I think the game is over with for you, bro. Uh, moving on, Doc Rivers found a job fast as hell. Shout out to Chicago nigga doing this thing. But uh, he is now the coach of the. Philadelphia 76ers. Excuse me. He t- I, I will say this. I'm glad it's not Dan Tony. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not Dan Tony. Uh it's kind of sucks he took the job from Ty Lue. And even then I kind of feel bad for Ty Lue because they saying he he's he's not he might not even take the Clippers job. Uh so that in itself is hilarious. But uh I'm glad for Doc. I don't know how well it's going to work in Philly because it's on him to figure out how to make it work. And when it's not just when it comes to Ben Simmons and Embiid, it's not just when people like he's because he, he, I guess he had his press conference today and he said, well, they win 60% of the games they played together. So clearly something's working. Yes, they win games, but it's about making it work and benefit the team offensively that's my main problem with philly is it working offensively where both of them can have 25 25 points each and they look dominant instead of taking turns looking dominant that's what i want out of that's i feel like the if tell us if it works that's that's to me that's how you're gonna tell me if it works if doc Rivers can make ben simmons say bro can you just shoot mid-ranges, G? Please. It can work. It can work. Now, I still believe they need to move either Tobias Harris or Al Horford. That's for them to figure out on that aspect. But if he can make Ben Simmons and B work, then, hey, he did something. It's not, and also, it's not even just winning games in the regular season. We know they can win games in the regular season. It's also about making sure they can at least get to the conference finals as well. Because, literally, a lot of second-round exits. First-round exit this year, but they wasn't healthy, and that team chemistry was horrible. But, at the same time, it's about getting to the Eastern Conference Finals and possibly their ceiling for that team is finals at the very best the ceiling so it, at this point now especially with doc there easter conference or bust at this point just me looking at it so it's a cool move it's cool smooth oh i hate it 
Go ahead. I ain't like I said, I like go ahead. I hate it. I don't what's the what but I I think Doc should retire. You got your chip. You wasn't successful after that. Why are you still a coach? Coach a college team to a bunch of NCAA national I mean, championships. Do that. Let some college give you all they fucking money and not pay goddamn kids. But um, at the end of the day, no. So this won't be anything good for Philly. I will eat my words if that's the case. I will literally print words out or buy alphabet soup and eat those motherfuckers if they make the finals. But they're not. There's a chance Joel and B will be a Miami Heat player next year. Kyrie and goddamn Kevin Durant, even though I think they will won't make it either, will be there next year. The Celtics are just going to continue to get better. And you mean to tell me those niggas with a Tobias Harris contract is going to make it somewhere with Doc Rivers? That's cap. But, Chris, I left that bandwagon a long time ago. Only time I'm going to play with Philadelphia is when Ben Simmons is on that team and I'm posting the niggas in the post and dug it over because for some kind of reason, 2K love that nigga. Definitely do. But that's it. I hope Ben Simmons and Joel have extremely great individual success. I hope they make a million all-star teams, defensive players of the years, which Ben Simmons should have been in the race for. But, hey, you got to give Giannis all these awards because, because. Oh, nobody talking about I'm telling you right now. If Anthony Davis would have won that defensive player of the year, we'd still be talking about that shit right now. Ain't nobody talking about Giannis. Mm. It sucks that he's at. Ooh. Ooh. Nobody talking about him. All we do is talk about his loss. Nobody talking about his two awards. They not even shit. They don't even shit, man. That man. All we talk about is like, hey, bro, is he really gonna be a buck next year? Or who can the Bucks add to that team? Don't talk about so, that defense yeah. player of the year. Like I said, Giannis still gonna be in the East because he dumb as fuck if he go to the West because he's gonna get fucking ran over. I always gonna say this, even though I always thought the Warriors rumors it was a joke, but Warriors first said, oh, we gonna get Giannis. You gonna say bye bye to Clay Thompson? You gonna say bye bye to like I said, if you want to trade for Giannis, if I'm the Bucks GM, I don't know who you are, buddy. You ask for it all. Make them hang Every up team the phone. In a fucking league. Exactly. You want him? I need AD or Brian. Clippers, you want him? Uh, keep your team. Rockets, you want him? I need Westbrook or Clark. Like, that's it. Like, you gotta add stuff from all the teams, but shit. Who knows? Um, yeah. I hear you. I'm like, I respect, I get your take about why you hate it. Like, I'm not the most for it's Well, Philly did was the sexy pick. It was the sexy pick. It was like, oh, Doc Rivers is available. Hey, call that nigga. Okay, cool. Honestly, Doc would have been smart to go to the Rockets if he wasn't going to retire. To me. If you wanted to legit just, you know, stick around, not have 
high, high expectations, he could have went to the Rockets. Coach there told James Harden, hey, bro, I need you to chill a little bit. The uh, niggas hate each other. J- who? James Harden and Giannis. Oh, wait, my bad. Talking about talking Doc about if yeah. Doc go to the... My bad. Yeah, yeah he should have went yeah. to the... I'm like, wait, huh? <laughs> Even okay. though the funny yeah. thing is, if... <laughs> the funny thing is this. James Harden and Giannis would be a great duo. In terms of just like what they need, what each other, what each player needs for like a perfect duo, Beautiful they would be great together. Bron and um, Giannis esque. I mean, Bron and AD esque, but pretty much. Yeah, they just hate each other. It's just it ain't never gonna happen because they have they feel a type of way about each other. But on paper, in terms of what if you look at what each other need. It will work, but, but yeah, but like with Doc, like I, I, I'm not mad at you hating it. Like for me, I'm not the most geeked about it. Is like it was a sexy pick, and like if, like the expectations on Philly is like, hey, look, there's still hope for us. Let's get Doc Rivers and see what he can do. And plus, Doc Rivers know if things don't go well, he could just sit there and be like, hey man, I'm not feeling it no more. <laughs> Playing this up, I'm just not feeling it. It is what it is. Uh, and plus, I'm pr- I think he just wanted to be closer to home because he is from Chicago. So it's like for him, it's like, yeah, I know the Bulls wasn't going to hire me. I didn't want no parts of them shits anyway. But, hey, and also Bulls fans, I need you niggas to let go of the dream that Doc Rivers would have been great for this team because, no, he wouldn't. That nigga would have been out west with buck 50 hats on every freaking day. Before going to the uh going to the practices and shit, G, no, no, so I'm good. But overall, like, hey, shop Doc Rivers, let's see where it goes. Maybe you can, maybe you do know how to make Embiid and Ben Simmons work. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Uh, little uh little news. Funny how I use little news. Uh, Isaiah Thomas had hip surgery. Pretty much, wait how Wadge or Shams, whoever it was, explained it. It was reconstruction surgery on his hip. And the way that it was explained, that nigga was playing basketball kind of with one hip for the past couple of seasons. And for one, I'm amazed. Also, it goes back to that the Celtics murdered that man. So, uh, he should still sue them. In my book, because they murdered him. Uh, but also just the fact that, hey, I'm glad that he was able to get the surgery. Hopefully, hopefully, I ain't going to say he's going to become an all-star level player again like he had in that one season. But maybe it'll turn him back to a respectable six-man level player. He's still fairly young. So it's interesting to see where it will go if it how well it works out for him long term. Are you so. gonna be happy when he becomes a Chicago Bull? I'm gonna be mad as fuck. I would be yeah. mad as hell. I'm just keeping G real from straight. No. Hell no. Hell no. Even though Bulls fan that's and once again, Chicago sports fans are neighbor and namered by names. So that's that's them. It's like, oh man, that's a sexy name right there. We need Isaiah Thomas. 
he was uh, a MV, he was a top five in MVP voting a few seasons ago. And then his hip exploded. I remember when that dude beat the Bulls when we was up 2-1 against them. Or was it 2-0? I forgot. Either or. No, I'm Gucci. I'm good. Keep him away. He can go... Go play on the damn Sixers, nigga. Shit. <laughs> go play on the Sixers. Go go play with the Nets or something. Go to the Knicks. Shoot. So, yeah. So, that's my... I, I, like, yeah. But uh, your thoughts. Are you going to be okay when you become a Chicago Bull? Nigga, what did I just say? That's my thoughts. Shout out to Isaiah Thomas. He tried his best, but... That bro, it's not a short man's league. <laughs> like you already was playing with house money because you was short, and then you got a really significant injury on your hip. My nigga, they got Jeremy Lin playing in China, bro. You might be joining them soon. Mm. Uh, but yeah. I hope he don't. He's a black man. I wish every black man to succeed, Shafar Kelly. But um, what? I guess other than like Chicago, the Lakers probably can use him next year, but I don't want to see him come back. Um, the Clippers might be needing a backup point guard next year. Um, the Nuggets can use him. You yeah, the Nuggets yeah, they need it in terms of scoring off the bench because I believe Michael Porter Jr. started next year. He'll be really good on them. Um, the Pel- Pelicans can use them. They can use fucking anybody to tell you the truth. They ain't got a fucking coach They yet. need, yeah, they don't even got a coach yet. Bro, well, why Doc Rivers ain't go there? It goes back to my point of he did not want to go to a team of young niggas. <laughs> and the Bulls and Pelicans are young niggas. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, like I wish I wish him the best. Like it'll be a nice little feel good story if he did. Like I said, he's not gonna become all star level again because just at the end of the day, like, I don't see that happening again. But he he knows like he's a like for him to be sh- as short as he is, he still can make an impact. Like he he's willing to make an impact, even though like he showed flashes playing with one hip the past couple of seasons. So he's he's still it's he's very much capable. So like I'm glad he used this time while we're in a pandemic to take a risk with that type, with this type of surgery, and it looks like it's working for him. So I hope the best for him, uh, and just continue to do well and like do well in the league, bro. Like like. Like, do what you got to do. But uh, one last thing before we go to wrestling. Uh, Kyrie Irving's comments on that goofy-ass uh, podcast he did with KD. Uh, which one should we hit first? Kyrie did it too. My bad. My bad. No, you said I what? I get ready to say some shit. Go ahead, Chris. No, no. What, what you, I didn't even hear you. <laughs> but you got to explain what he said first. All yeah. right. So which one we want to go to first? Because we got the culture one, and then I was the best option on every team. The culture one is bigger, so I was the best option on every team. 
Alright, so the best I was the best option and let's be specific. He wasn't saying that he was the best option all game. He said he was the best option in terms of closing games on every team. Now is he now we know he was pretty much gearing more towards the time when he was on the Cavaliers. And for let's just say the first what three seasons without LeBron. He definitely was. There was nobody else he had to share the ball with but Deion Waiters. I understand. I would feel like, yeah, you was the best option. Start to finish. Then, the next season, I mean, then LeBron comes in. And yes, were you the best option from start to finish? No, because LeBron is on your goddamn team. But LeBron also don't can't always make jump shots. Was Kyrie good at shooting? So yeah, you were a you were a very excellent complimentary closing option with LeBron James, but I do remember LeBron also making a lot of game winning shots with Kyrie on the court. I also remember Kyrie closing out, doing a great job closing out games. Sometimes if Kyrie was on fire, I'm sure LeBron was like, "Let me get the hell out his way. Go ahead and dribble through everybody like freaking their cones, nigga. Go ahead, bro. Do your thing." So, I get his point in that. I get it. But to say you were the best, like, people automatically going to bring up the shot in Game 7. But also, LeBron did things as well. <laughs> On both sides that game, too. Kevin Love also was the one to finish Steph Curry and what could have either, I think, was either going to tie or win the game. LeBron made the game clinching free throws. Free throw. So, my nigga, are you capping? Not necessarily. It's a little cap, but you're not bit capping. But it's like, bro, was it really necessary to say? No, not really. Um, yeah, I don't think, I think you got taken out of proportion. Yeah. Uh, it should, what, I, look. I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of things that happen in this world. And one of those things, things is like too good to be true shit. Him and, and KD are going to have an extremely non-egotistical chemistry. That shit too good to be true. Like, I don't think just because they're friends that they're going to go around and play fucking gold trotter basketball in the fourth quarter, whoever open. Would anybody ever say that shit? That's the mark of doom. Because you don't have a leader. Uh, yeah. Like, the, with the broad situation, like, Kyrie closing a fucking game. Okay, two games. A fucking finals and a Christmas goddamn game. Because that's the only two shots people remember. In immediate memory, those are the first two, but there were plenty of shots where LeBron legit closed them games out too. I know, I know LeBron closed some games out, but yeah. two shots for, you know, because LeBron closed out a Bulls series. I love that game so much. Uh, count the <laughs> shit, right? He co- Did he smack the Wizards one game? Oh, gee. I, that is still one of my favorite, like, favorite sh- LeBron shots ever. It, it sent it to overtime. That was, the same, that was the same season when the Wizards said the Cavs don't want to see us. 
And yes, that was the same season because they t- they played them tough all season. So they said, yeah, they don't want to see us. And then they got smoked by somebody else, and they didn't get a chance. They got them. smoked by the Bulls, I believe. Um, but you know what I'm saying, like no, wait, no, wait, no, that was, no, they got smoked by the by it in the Pacers. No, Kelly Olynyk in the uh, in the Celtics. I mean, Kelly Olynyk in the Celtics. That was oh, Kelly I remember Olenek. that fucking game. Me and you both was fucking mad. Kelly Olynyk went off. Mad as hell. But yeah, so like that, that cousin, and at the end of the day, bro, like people put too much weight on last fucking minute shots, G. Put too much weight on clutch shots. They are amazing, but for them bitches to go out is just like any other fucking shot. Yeah. So like I, I don't I, I think it's about yo yo the the play getting to that shot, okay? That's what I think about when it comes to clutch moments. If you was ass in that whole entire fourth quarter and you made one bell off shot, you were still ass in that fourth quarter. Yeah. But if you were fantastic, kept your team in the game in that fourth quarter, and you missed the closeout shot, you were still fantastic. It shouldn't be the other way. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, in that finals game, Braun played amazing. Kyrie did, too. But Braun played fucking out of this world. It will be dumb for Kyrie not to take that shot. Because what? Brian getting triple teamed. Because as I recall, <coughs> was they up by one or two? Uh, For which playoff game? The the final. the um Game seven? The, uh, the Warriors thing. Uh, I think it was tied. Or they were up. Or the Warriors up by one. I don't remember. But I think it was either or. Nah, Warriors went up. Is he a tad or the Lakers? Was, I mean, hold on, let me tad. look real quick because you can up. easily find it on YouTube. Kyrie's shot game. Shot. <laughs> the Warriors, they were a tad, but the Warriors definitely were up because I remember the free throw shots Bron had there. Shout out to YouTube ads. All right, let's see here. Oh, it's tied up. Mm. Yeah, it was tied up with less than a minute left. Yeah, so. You know, this wouldn't be the ideal situation to to get Brown that shot. But like I said, he was the closer for that situation. It ain't that bad. But him being the best player on the team or something like that, uh, that's just a cocky mentality that basketball players have. You should have. You should be confident in yourself. So I see nothing wrong with them comment. It just got took it way out of proportion. And then Brian comments after that got took it way out of proportion. And I'm pretty sure these niggas got no ill will towards each other. Even though everybody wants them to have ear wheels towards each other. Just like everybody wants Braun and KD to be enemies or the Golden State Warriors to hate Braun or none of that shit is happening. Just not happening. Just like in 90s basketball, only reason motherfuckers hated Jordan is because he whooped their ass every time he seen them and talked shit while doing it. He didn't give a fuck about an old head. It's only reason. So if, if motherfuckers think they're going to get that type of shit, they're not getting it. These niggas are friends. These niggas got business ventures outside of fucking basketball with each other. They copy each other. You know what I'm saying? Draymond got the same fucking agent. And now the Warriors fans hate Draymond because of that shit. So, like, you, it's, it's a... That shit took it out. Now, that coaching shit, that's, that's what something you should talk about. Yeah. He should never said that. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Like uh, with the coaching thing, so pretty much because uh, I don't got it up right now in front of me, but he him he pretty much said because I guess KD asked or whoever whoever was the whoever show that was I don't know who show it was I don't care either or but he pretty much uh, it was the question was brought up uh, how do you guys feel about Steve Nash walked bam and Kyrie said well we really don't need a head coach because sometimes KD can be a coach Nash can coach. Uh, and I can be a coach sometimes, and I'm just like, gee, gee, for real? I'm like, there's no player in the world, unless you're Bill Russell, who can sit there and say, yeah, I can coach, I can help coach the team. Now, yes, you can help make an effect on the team, like you can be, a coach on the floor, which is what a point guard is supposed to be, by the way, but or like you can like assist your teammates and stuff like that. But the purpose of a head coach is to literally be the head of the team. The head coach, he is above all the coach of everybody. So what he wants and kind of want wants or desires should be kind of, you know, expected in a way, and. To me, it kind of diminishes Steve Nash in a way. Disrespect Steve Nash because arguably he is one of the a very great basketball mind, in my opinion, in terms of like his game in itself. Like one of the best point guards ever played, just to never win one. Uh, shout to Robert Horry, uh, throwing that nigga over a wall. But um, but if I'm Steve Nash, I'd be like, nigga, what? Last I checked, like, yeah, you have a ring, but my nigga, you don't have two MVPs. <laughs> Last I checked. Last I checked, you didn't, like, I was Robert Horry throwing me over the guy, uh, breaking my nose and breaking my face, and I'm already sat of my jumping over the bench from going to the finals. Last I checked. What, what's what's your resume? Anyway. But, like, that... The way that shit just came up, because he said, I didn't get him fired, but at the end of the day, I got him fired. Yeah, that and also the Kenny Atkinson comments, too. That that, rub, that rubbed me the mo- most the wrong way. Like, that shit, uh, I don't want nobody telling me I got to do suicides. I'm a leader in my community. What the fuck they got to do with anything? Like, nigga, you still a player. Like, well, I mean, it made no fuck. Like, he was trying to backtrack. By saying I'm a leader in my community first and shit like that. When he said that dumb shit because of you just basically said you don't want to do suicide. Because there's no way for you to say I'm a leader in my community first. You don't say that shit if you already in a gym. What the fuck you in a gym for? It doesn't fucking be, like I was so confused when he said that shit. Like, you just shut the fuck up. Like, you just didn't want to match your coach. You didn't have to comment on that. Pretty much. The best thing would... like, And this is another shit we got to debunk right now. People like, well, Brian get his coaches fired. Who? Look, man. Look. The who, who the fuck Brian got fired other than Black? And nobody Literally. liked fucking Black. Nobody liked that man. Who Brian mm-hmm. get fired, bro? Let's see. That's my mm-hmm. fact. I'm about to look up all LeBron's coaches because if they got fired, it's because they were ass. But hold on, let's look. Uh, 
LeBron's coaches in NBA. I don't know why LeBron's son coaches is something, but who cares? Okay. LeBron's best coaches he ever had or played for. Okay, this don't even got all of them. I don't think. No, this don't even got all of them. But, uh. Oh, LeBron's seven head NBA coaches over his career. Here we go. This should have all of them. Um. Let's see. Brendan Malone. Never heard of him. But he only coached LeBron for 26 games in his second year. And this was after Paul Silas was fired. Paul Silas was his coach, his rookie season, and early early into his second season. But literally, like, bro, like, LeBron was still young at this point. It, was, it wasn't going to be anything that you was going to be able to do. Uh, then after that was Mike Brown, who... LeBron was very successful with. Like he, LeBron gave LeBron literally make made Mike Brown a living name. He got jobs. He coached the Lakers. Think about that, G. Mike Brown, <laughs> LeBron made Mike Brown. He didn't even get him fired. Like he stuck with him. Then he had Eric Spoelstra, and. Eric Spolstra, he did try to get Eric Spolstra up out of here. But that was more along the lines of he wanted Pat Riley to coach him than anything. He said, I wanted Pat Riley. Pat Riley told him, nigga, fuck you. Hell no. If you don't get out of my office, I will literally have them remove your lining to the back of your head. And, and nigga, the mafia with the Clippers popped up. And LeBron walked out and said, we, we cool. We good. We got this. That was the only time. That was arguably the only time he tried to put pressure. And then Cleveland with David Black, no, like you mentioned, nobody liked him. Nobody liked David Black. Nobody respected that man. So that was more of a, it's not just LeBron ain't rocking with him. Nobody's rocking with him. Like, yeah, we got to a finals with him. But, bro, that nigga kept playing Mozgov when he could have just let Tristan Thompson. We could have played small and let Tristan Thompson run center. Come on now. And then he didn't play freaking Sean Mary and other veterans that they had on that team. But, so, like, he wasn't liked by nobody. And he, so, that that was in a different situation itself. Ty Lue, he rocked with Ty Lue heavy. Loved that nigga. Ty Lue is literally the most coveted coach right in terms of young coaches right now because, once again, and don't this sound familiar, because LeBron rocks with him. Plain and simple. Then we have, then he goes to Lakers and Luke Walden. Luke Walden was just ass. And I think LeBron just didn't give a damn because he knew there was a plan long-term wise for that team. And he knew Luke Walden wasn't a part of. And Luke Walden's a horrible coach. That he might be LeBron's worst coach that he actually like dealt with. So, and then we have Frank Vogel, and people thought LeBron was gonna make power moves and make Jason Kidd the coach. And the way this is looking like at as of right now, Frank Vogel is looking is on the verge of being LeBron's probably like third, second best coach tied with Tyloo. 
in terms of just overall coaching. So, like, I don't, there's no narrative here. Because the only ones who outright didn't deserve to coach him were Frank Vogt, I mean, not Frank Vogt, Luke Walden and David Black. So there's no, there's no, like, he got coaches out of here type shit. That's what I mean. Like, there's a stigma about, like, certain shit that, and it's not like a, a Brian, a broad, like, dick rat assessment. It's more of a stigma of certain shit. Like, there's obvious no, no evidence of one person trying to get a coach away. But there's legit evidence of a person saying he fired a coach. Because he didn't want to run fucking suicides. Like my nigga, conditioning in basketball is probably the most important thing. Oh my God, and it's so weird because Kenny Atkinson created that culture. He created that culture for that team. So they got to have a new identity. And what the fuck is that? We got KD and Kyrie? With, With young guys... With young guys like Jerry Allen and Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie, who's who taking the back seat. Dinwiddie's not gonna be on that fucking team. Unfortunately. Wrap that in the bud right now. That ain't getting traded. Not enough balls on that. No almost. Not enough balls on that team, bro. With Karis LeVert being that third option, hell no. No ass becoming a you. Yeah, he gonna become an Omega role player, or he don't want to be a player. Or like nobody wants to do that shit. Nobody wants to be an Alex Caruso. Not everybody's they feel built like to be they don't Alex have to Caruso. Be. Exactly. Not everybody's built to be Alex Caruso. So, but, you know, who, who the hell knows, man? Who the hell knows how this ends up? I just think that was the dumbest fucking shit I heard all week. I meant to give it a clown, but I probably forgot. But that was the dumbest thing I heard. Like, yeah. I didn't get him fired, but I got him fired. Like, I didn't even say some stuff like that. He just didn't say that. I'm Rocco Kyrie. He just shit never saying nothing. It's best to keep quiet. Nobody, nobody pressuring you to say shit. Exactly. Because this is the thing. It's like, this is why when, and I hate to bring up, because this was a good thing that Kyrie did. When Kyrie was being, like, doing his job as vice president of about about the bubble and his questions about it and stuff like that, was he, but that's why people was, like, looking at him, like, with a side eye, because it's like, nigga, what? Like, you got a lot of nerve to say this. This is what well, this is why people say Kyrie's also a head ass at times because it's just like nigga, you say shit, you you just say shit and you look stupid, and you say and you have a history of it, and sometimes idiot people people who say head ass stuff, you you're right sometimes. Was he right about his concerns about the bubble? Yes, he should be skeptical. Yes, but at the same time. Everything went smooth. Just the, the Nets got bounced out in record timing. But at the same time, this is what pe- this is why people are skeptical of when Kyrie talks. Because he just puts his foot up his ass sometimes. His foot in his mouth sometimes. This is what people talking about. Yep. So it's like, like, hey man, like like just hearing it, it just made me sit there and be like, "I hope it works." <laughs> because, like I hope it works next season because, look, man, everything's going. 
the Nets is gonna fall, live and die upon how KD looks post Achilles. G. That's the the Nets is going to live or die upon KD and that Achilles. If that man KD doesn't look like a top five player, minimum it has to be a top five player. Them niggas is going to be a second round exit. Oh fuck that, bro! A second round exit, and don't oh boy the jokes. The jokes is going to fly. But Ian, Ian is currently constructed, right? If KD is not a great player, well, it's so hard to become that. But KD is a great, he's one of the greats. Yeah, so one of the greats. We yeah. can't count him in the same bubble with somebody like a fucking, I don't know, even like somebody like Kawhi come off of KD's injury. I think Kawhi never be the same ever again, right? But KD probably come back new, and his game is kind of different. But KD played like a guard and a fucking. Will Chamberlain's body, so it is what it is. Who knows how this gonna affect him? But it's always that Kyrie have health issues too for some fucking reason. He always have health issues. Um, they come back healthy. I just don't want to hear the same shit what happened with the Clippers. Bro, I don't want to hear none of that shit. None of yep. it. Cause y'all talking too loud, bro. I'm saying, I'm saying, it looked like the same thing. Just without the backup niggas talking, because everybody backup niggas talking about the Clippers, Pat Bev and all that was talking shit. Same damn thing though, like niggas crowning them, and it's established teams in the East, like it was established teams in the West, established teams. And then you don't know where the fuck Greek Freak gone. As much as I like talking shit about the man, he can go somewhere and change the whole franchise. Yep. Because as long as he's on the Bucks, they're a contender regardless. Yeah, it just got smoked by a better team. But exactly. A, a team that was just built to beat them and yeah. limit him. Yeah, but, like, that nigga can literally step in Toronto and he hoisting up that trophy, maybe. Exactly. So, you got to think about, like, you don't want – that nigga can walk in Boston and then hoisting up that trophy. Look, man, I'm throwing Giannis at the center and saying, fuck it. <laughs> Nigga, that boy, that boy, not only do you got to see Giannis, you got to deal with fucking Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, G, like literally. You also have a chip on his shoulder one to kick Kyrie's ass. That too. So, like, that it too. can go either way. Who, who, who knows, man? But all in all, man, respect. I mean, yeah, respect, but let's see. Let's see what these motherfuckers do. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, ain't, I love Katie. Katie, one of my favorite players of all time. Ain't got no ill will towards what the hell he's saying. KD speaks his mind. He ain't, he, he, he wasn't even there when Kenny Axe got Was he not when Kenny Axe got He KD was on the bench a lot during the season, but I don't think he cared enough. Because I don't think he could. Great players, as much as great. I don't think Kyrie is at that chair to say, I don't need a fucking coach. Yeah, you're not. Like, the only people who could sit, the only two people, in my opinion, in the league currently, who can sit there and say, I don't care who my coach is, I'm going to figure this out, is LeBron and KD. But I'm I'm putting LeBron up there by a large margin because we've seen, I just, we, I've literally just read his coaching history, G. He, that's a possibility Frank Vogel's about to be a freaking NBA champion coach. We're two games away from Frank Vogel being an NBA champion coach after LeBron whooped his ass in the East multiple times. 
So LeBron's resume checks out when it coaches. He took David Black. He didn't like that nigga till finals. He just didn't want to do it again. Nobody wanted to go do that again. But LeBron, the only dude I feel like in the league currently who's, who who has the right. KD, we'll see after this season. We'll see after this season. He got the right because what about like, no, no, I take it back. Scott Brooks. <laughs> he went to the final with Scott Brooks. <laughs> I'll take that. It's not that good as a coach. You said who? Steve Kerr is not that good as a coach. I don't care what the fuck the Warriors fans think. He's not that good. He's a coach that plays with a really, 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 really good squad around him. What's that nigga name? Jerry West. No, was it Jerry West? Jerry West built that team, right? Yeah, Jerry West played a role in Jerry West. Team, yeah. It's just a really good team builder, except for the Clippers. <laughs> but <laughs> built a really good team. He built a fantastic team. They drafted well, and all he got to like, you can tell when a coach is shit. When you win it so much, you hand them niggas the playbook. This is so. Katie didn't need that nigga. <laughs> like, I think you put any coach with that damn Warriors team, they winning the chip. Like, come on, you let you let Steph Curry behind the back pass the championship away. You're trying to hit that shit. I so, still put that. That's not on coach. That's on Steph Curry being a ding dong. That's on the coach. Gee, look, that's on Steph Curry. I'm sorry. Like, I, there's nothing. I as a coach, I ain't sit there and tell you, hey, behind the back pass. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I mean, he was playing lazy. As a coach, you can't let him play lazy. I get, what, I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, but like, KD don't need no fucking coach. He's fucking KD. But what I mean by that, I'm not not a Warriors bashing moment because I don't. I like the Warriors. They say, nigga, put Steve Kerr on the Pelicans. Do they make the playoffs? No. Like, <laughs> put Steve Kerr. With Doc Rivers is out on the Clippers, do they still get their ass kicked? Maybe in the first round. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't think KD needs that shit. He's just a he's a walking fucking bucket. If anybody's a walking bucket in the league, it's KD. So, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Uh, but that coach that rolled me the wrong way. I was in the kitchen stacking, you know, running through the machine like, hey, man, what the fuck? Coach is like, hey, yo, why you say that? You didn't have to say it. But hey, it's Kyrie. As Miles would say, the disruptor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, people want to watch the apologize. It's like, watch, like, look, man, I. Look, man, he tried to take my money, but guess what? Look at it now, G. I don't care. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to wrestling. Uh, not much happened. NXT Takeover happened, um, and then we got the and we're going to preview the draft because the draft is this week as well. As also as I'm watching Raw right now, Mustafa Ali is about look like he's about to get beat up by uh Retribution. Hold on. Mustafa Ali is the leader of Retribution. 
Hold on. This ain't it. <laughs> you ever like to be a leader of retribution? Nigga. Oh, man. Nigga. Nigga. I'm not shocked, but it's like, gee, this, like, I don't, uh, no, nah, man. No, nah, man. No. Nah. No. Nah. He was the hacker. Yeah, he was the hacker. We all knew he was the hacker, but like, come on, G. Because literally, I just watched him just say, hey, get on me. They, they got it. They whooping their ass right now. I don't know why Dio Madden has a predator man. Extra so happy. So. I'm extra don't like, because Extra hates black wrestlers. <laughs> he hates black wrestlers. So I bet he is happy that Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace is whooping their ass. Because he hates black wrestlers. Also, Dio Madden got on... Uh, Weave dreadlocks, G. How you know that? I'm watching Raw right now. I mean, how you know they weave dreadlocks? They look like weave dreadlocks, G. Oh, they look like weave dreadlocks, G. Because some of them colors don't line up right. Like I'm looking at his like the like no homo like the texture of his dread. Some of them is not lining up. That's what I mean. But, but anyway. There we go. Mustafa Ali is the leader of Retribution. Uh, it's hilarious as hell because you got a short nigga boxing around these big ass niggas. And Mustafa Ali's not even the best talker in the world. Who the fuck are these wrestling dudes? You got Slapjack and Mace. And, Slapjack, um, Slapjack, Mace, Mace and T-Bar. Who's the rest of the niggas? Uh, Mia Yim and... But I don't know who the other niggas are. It's just, Mia, Yim is, Mia Yim and Chelsea Green is the lowest two females. Yeah. I don't know who these other niggas are. Just one of them niggas wearing chucks, and that's a class A felony. It is. I don't know who. If, look, man, the dudes in the hoods. If you don't got a special mask, I don't think they care. But hey, on Ali, ass with the memes, bro. Because you know he used to be a cop, right? So they exactly. I was about to say that, G. I'm like, bro, it, that makes it even funnier, bro. <laughs> even though he's. One of the he claims he's one of the good ones, but he at least speaks out, so I give him that benefit of the doubt. But they caught that nigga. What's the cop off center dress? They caught that nigga ten penny. Yeah, I'm like, the episode Mustafa Ali's officer ten penny. <laughs> he put his head over the body. Oh, man, that's a possibility. Thing, by the way, was a deputy was ass in that game. Now, when you had to chase his partner in a fucking dune buggy in the desert, fuck that. When I tell you, I'm sorry, people, but literally, we got to have a moment here. When I tell you, it was a time where I was chasing that nigga for like an entire day. <laughs> the mission didn't end. I was chasing that nigga for an entire day, G. I hated Yo, that. Fuck that mission, bro. I hate Santa Andreas. I said it. Some of bitches was ass. Like, some of the bitches was poorly built. Some of the bitches are goofy as hell, but like those the ones I'll make sure I do on the first try. Every time them niggas had a mission that involved something in that fucking desert, I don't care what you said. That shit was ass. Look, man, the desert's the most depressing part 
of that Nigga, game. okay, and get this plane. You just you just got out of flight school, right? So you just learned the plane basics, right? Keep that uh, radar low. Pass under the radar so the military don't get you. Nigga, what? Gee, and then you got fa- the PS2 verse specifically. Imagine literally staying under the radar, but trees pop in. Yo, I swear to God, I hated that damn game, bro. <laughs> like, no matter what, I love that game. Like, that is my GOAT game ever. But, gee, the frustrations in that game was ridiculous. <laughs> it was stupid. That game was kind of fucking hard, too. So, CJ-ass couldn't aim. He really was a black shooter. <laughs> he fucking, he literally held his gun to the side, bro. Like, come on, G. They racist for that. <laughs> racist as shit for that. <laughs> that nigga was holding a shot. No, bro, what he could do with the, uh, the song off, he was holding them sideways, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your arm is supposed to... Uh, nigga, do with a shot off, period. Your arm is supposed to fly away. My nigga, so hold him to the side? Like, nigga, what? That nigga was doing with his saw off shotguns, hold him to the side, bro. I was crying one time. I was like, gee, why is he doing this? <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> he was a grade A fucking send off, bro. He was fucking causing terroristic acts for $5,000. Or, or plus respect, or just the respect. <laughs> I lost all that shit up there, bro. Come on, man. CJ, what the hell, bro? Oh man. Oh, bro. One time, it's like we got to dedicate an episode of Black Otaku's to just San Andreas. G. <laughs> oh man, oh, but I've been playing that the only game I had on my PS2. Well, shit out that game. Play, me too, G. But. All right, back to back to wrestling though. So, uh, but yeah, Mustafa Ali's the leader of Retribution. But let's talk about NXT Takeover. So, oh no, you didn't watch it. I didn't watch. Niggas asleep. Bro, they can't. They can't. I want to sleep. I was watching the finals. Um, they can't have that shit on Sunday, bro. Yeah, that was a horrible look. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, whoever else, listen to this podcast or somebody who in WWE works. NXT or whatever, and listen to this podcast. Never do this shit again. You're competing with the NFL. Bro, please don't have these bitches on Sunday, bro. I was like, watch the finals or watch the takeover that has no Because nobody dropped the fucking belts. Yeah, nobody did. There were some great matches, but no, nobody I, dropped. Yeah, I heard that uh, Finn Balor and um, They got down. They got down. Like, they, they got down in that match. That was a really great match. But, uh, We'll watch, like, I, I said I watched uh, a couple matches, but I watched half of it. Uh, but we'll still, uh, Damian Priest beat Johnny Gargano. I heard this match slapped. Um, Johnny Damian Gargano. Priest if there's one thing he can do is non-charismatic guys. have a good match. Yep. Uh, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. Uh, Kushida won. Uh, hey. Look, man, he did it to himself. Uh, Santos Escobar beat Isaiah Swerve Scott. That's a double decision, but hey. Yeah, I feel like I see why, but at the same time, like. I don't see why. I really don't. Nobody gives a fuck about either of them, so give it to Swerve. Yeah. 
I think Swerve is more popular. I think you can market Swerve better, but yeah, especially something with fucking yeah, the niggas in NXT. So yeah, so I, they might continue the storyline for all we know. Oh, but, oh, man, it runs for fucking forever, bro. Bring yeah. Drew Gulak back or something. I don't know. Yeah, Drew Gulak needs something to do because he's in twenty four seven hell right now. But uh, women's championship match: Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. This match was decent. Like, I'm not much of a fan of Candice LeRae in ring. This match kind of solidified it to me. But uh, Io Shirai did her thing. It's Io Shirai. It's not going to be a bad match. But it's just I'm not a fan of Candice LeRae at the end of the day. Uh, after the match, though, uh, Tony St- the, the cheeks of Tony Storm and Tony Storm herself will be on NXT now. Uh, she said she's joining NXT, so she won't be in UK no more. So we will see them cheeks every Wednesday. It's beautiful. I like how NXT UK is developmental for NXT. Because Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm are NXT UK niggas. Rhea Ripley was a fucking demon in the UK NXT. She was. Motherfuckers was not beating her. At all. Uh, <laughs> At all, but uh, hey man, every Wednesday, Tony Storm Cheeks, Wednesday, seven o'clock. <laughs> yes, folks. Uh, then uh, Ember Moon came back with a very surprise return because the way she was talking, she thought she her ass wasn't coming back, but Ember Moon is back on uh NXT as well. Uh, Smart. I don't know because the main roster fucking needs her. Yeah. Like, but they NXT need a worker. Dude. They need a top worker. Uh, I don't know. It's so weird because do you throw her in a big picture when you still got people like Dakota Kai? Shorty injured herself again. Um, What's her name? Yeah, Tegan Knox tore her ACL again, unfortunately. So, prayers up to her. Um. That's so sad. I feel so bad for her. Um, okay, Tegan Knox is injured. You have Zia Lee, who's super green when it comes to anything but wrestling, so you got to wait on that. She's so fucking bad. The two black women, bro. Um, Ooh, because uh, she... Indy because... Hardwell and somebody else. Shorty with the... Uh, They're not great. tagging the number, but they black. You got Indy Hardwell. She kind of got like those big old cheeks and big lips. Yeah. And you got... Um, the one that's with um, the white boy. What's her name? With the white girl. I forget her name. Casey something. Yeah, uh, Casey. Is it, I want the white girl Casey. is named Casey, but the white or the black chick is named. Um... Hold on, I'm about to look up their women's roster right now. Hold on. She's so fucking bad too. I know who you're talking about because I was like, gee, I don't know why y'all got a pair with this very plain ass white girl, but it is what it is. Uh, let's see. God dang, I need pictures, my nigga. Uh, let's see. Bro, they need to update this, because they still got Bianca Belair on here. Um. God dang, where's y'all got that NXT women's roster? Let's see. Jesus Christ, why don't y'all have this stuff separate? Um, here we go. 
I swear that music's perfect background music. Um, is it Chelsea Green? Oh no, Chelsea Green the one on is with or what you call it, right? Yeah. No, it's not Chelsea Green. Um, God dang it, who is Shorty? Not a freaking what? No, what, bro? I don't know who Shorty is, but we'll remember her name later. But uh, she decent as hell though, decent as hell. But uh, but yeah, so. Like NXT's women, like I'm not, I'm not mad at Ember Moon going back there, but I feel like she could have stayed on the main roster. I know people would be like, "What's well, you got to put the belt on her?" But she's somebody who you know you can rely on, put on a good match regardless. She just can't talk worth a damn because she talks like a black woman that wear bootcut jeans. That's her main weakness. But uh, but overall, um. I'm glad to see both on there. It just, once again, NXT's women division is just freaking deep as hell of talent. Oh, Caden Carter. You yeah, talking about, yeah, Caden Carter. Yeah, she decent as hell. Uh, I think she's half Filipino, I think. I believe. But, uh, but yeah, though, uh, so I'm, I'm happy to see both. I'm happy to see both on there. Shout the uh, double cheeks on. That's double the cheeks on Wednesdays, people. <laughs> double cheeks. You know what it is, bro. Uh, hold on, now I gotta find. Oh one. no. Uh, what's the face with bootcut jeans? So I'm not as high on her as you want. Yeah, I know. Ember Moon wears bootcut jeans, but in ring wise, in ring gear wise, you see the cheeks prosper. But bootcut jeans. Uh, then. Like, this was a very short takeover in terms of matches. Uh, then Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. I like the setup to the match, G. was really freaking good. Like, just the setup and just, like, the presentation of it was really good. Uh, and they, I like how they just played with the storyline. This is their first time ever fighting each other, and like, ever. So, like, that added to the drama a little bit. Uh, it was a really good match. Kyle O'Reilly... Look like he like he looked like he could be legit a strong single star. Either he's or, so fucking good, bro. He's like, a great wrestler, regardless. He's really good, bro. And just everything, everything that involves wrestling, he's really good. He is one of the best. I am what we call a WWE Colorado stand. No, I did not watch his all rage days because I didn't know all rage. I knew it exists, but my god, darn brain didn't know it exists because it did not try to look up stuff or nothing. But I've seen some of his matches. He got matches with, like, he got, I think he got matches with every one of his god darn, um, uh, what's the name? It's called Undisputed Era members, and they all slap. Uh, like, I'm telling you right now, bro, Undisputed, Bobby Fish can't keep healthy because that nigga, like, old as hell. But my nigga, what's their name? Like, they got, they just so, so fucking short. <laughs> every one of them. Are so good at wrestling, bro. Yep, they are the best almost. Like Adam Cole, uh, my nigga, the the, the the Messiah, the backbreaker. What's his Roger name? Roger Strong. Um, Roger Strong. Roger Strong, one of my fucking favorites. And, um, and Kyle O'Reilly, all this, and Bobby Fish. But like I said, this nigga can't keep himself healthy. Every time we see him, he need a fucking sling. <laughs> but the shoulders his ass. <laughs> but. All of them are so freaking good, bro. 
just so freaking good. I'm so happy for Cal O'Reilly. I yeah. think he, Triple H, you fucking, oh, Triple H owed him something, but I'm so happy for him. Yeah, it was a really fun match. Like, even that's the only match you decide to watch. That match, like, I knew that match was either going to steal the show, but, like, dog, it was a, such a great match. Uh, I'm, I'm not shocked that Finn Balor went over. Like, that was a gimme. Um, and people, they had people thinking Kyle Ryder was about to get that damn push, bro. They did. They really did. The setup screamed, hey, he's going to get a push. <laughs> but it was also like, no, nah, we can't do Finn Balor like this. <laughs> no, nah, we can't. Because <laughs> he's holding it to Karrion Cross come back. But uh, yep. but uh, the match. But after the match, though, they shook hands. Of course, uh, I really find it funny because it's like Finn Balor's playing like the perfect neutral guy, where it's like, yeah, he can play the heel, but he's also like, look, if you give me a match, I'm gonna show you some respect, fella. Uh, don't let me bring the Damon out. Uh, but after the match, some nigga who dresses like MJF popped up and beat, and I, it's assumed that he beat the hell out of Adam Cole. And dropped that nigga off in front of Kyle O'Reilly. And Undisputed Era came out like, yo, what the hell? What's going on? Who did this? Like, nigga, the nigga in the, who dresses like MJF did it. Man. I just know who that nigga name is. But I guess he's a threat. So. Yeah, I don't know. He was big as hell. So I don't know who the fuck that dude was. Yeah, I don't know who dude is. He's holding well. Hold on. Of course, I got the thingy up. Uh, I, Yeah, Ridge Holland. That's his name, Rich Holland. Like I don't know much about dude, but uh, he appeared in through Adam Cole. So I guess in it, as my assumption is that uh, he just beat the hell out of like the assumption is he beat up uh Adam Cole. At first, when I, when I first saw it, I thought it was Dexter Loomis. Cause I'm gonna say, hmm, it do make sense to give a Dexter Loomis Kyle O'Reilly thing. Or back or Dexter Loomis go against the Undisputed Era thing because he what he did have a thing when for his ankle exploded so I thought but I guess he I guess they're serious about him having the thing with Cameron Grimes I guess so I I'm cool with that uh but I guess Ridge Holland is the next guy they're gonna I wouldn't say give a mega push to but I guess he's the next guy to I guess. Undisputed Era is going to help him put over before they go on to the main roster because I think it's inevitable at this point unless they plan on making Adam Cole go up first and then they follow him. I don't know what's the story with that yet. So. Hey, why do we rule that? But yeah, I don't know what's the story with that either. Yeah, so. uh, But before we end the podcast, we'll go ahead uh, talk about what we could potentially see from the draft. Uh, who we would like to see moved over to what brand and how it would benefit them in any sort of the way. Uh, So the draft is this Friday on SmackDown, and then it will finish up next week on Monday Night Raw. Uh, We already, they already have a couple matches set up. The Fiend versus Bray, well, Bray Wyatt versus Kevin Owens. We don't know if we're getting the Fiend yet. We Who knows? We'll see from there. Uh... Bailey versus Sasha is alleged to happen. I don't think that match is actually going to happen. I think it's just a tease. Uh, it was another match they had hyped up. Let me see. Uh, let's see. SmackDown preview. 
Uh, hold on. It was another match. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Big E versus Sheamus in a Falls Count Anywhere match. So those are the three matches announced for SmackDown plus draft stuff. Uh, I'll let you talk first. So who you who do you think will pro- is possibly getting moved into where? And why? Uh, I'm thinking AJ to NXT. Hmm. Um, it's gonna be a lot of minor moves. AJ to NXT. I don't think they break up to what tag teams they got. But I do think tag teams move around. Um. So I like probably some of the I think like probably Viking Raiders will go to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you'll probably move. Ain't no fucking tag teams, bro. That's the problem. There's not that many tag teams. Yeah, you probably move out of those dragging around some between Andrade and and Angel Garza. One of them leaving too, unless you have them go against each other. Well, I think Angel Garza still hurt. Oh, he still hurt. Well, probably yeah, still hurt. Yeah, more than likely. So, uh, my biggest thing is NXT, though. I think AJ want to cap off his WWE Um, Because it's looking like they ain't for him, to tell you the truth. Uh, that's really it. I don't see nobody else, unless you want to do Sheamus to Raw. But you debuted him back on SmackDown after him being gone for a long time. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think women-wise. Because Bianca Belair, with all her little promos, you obviously could say she next up. Um, women on SmackDown who can move. I think Naomi about to have surgery, so she's injured too. Damn, what the hell she here? She haven't been doing shit. I don't fucking know, bro. That fucking it's something that Uso household, but motherfuckers just get hurt. Um, Roman and the Fiend looking like they up next. After they was took his ass beating the hell in the cell. Um, bro, their roster is so thin. You know what I would love to see, though? What? Walter appeal on one of them brands. But it's too many, like, intricate storylines going on. Like, you got the retribution storyline with the hurt business. You got whatever the fuck Drew McIntyre is still doing already, Martin. You got whatever Keith Lee about to do. So many things. And on SmackDown, you got the Roman Reigns show. Then you got Alistair Black and God. Alistair Black can go. It wouldn't hurt Alistair Black to go to SmackDown. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. But I also think Kevin Owens is going to SmackDown, too. I think The Fiend, The Fiend, I think, is going to Raw. Him and Alexa Bliss is going to go to Raw. I don't think that. I think the Fiend stays because he go. He got. He's the only person who can honestly be like, ah, right, he can fight Roman until like Big E at Mania or something like that. 
I'm not saying they fight till then. I'm saying he's the only person we can think of right now. But even then, they're going to, even if that is in the plans, I think you want to keep them away from each other for the time being. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you, you, you keep Big E and, and Roman away from each other. No, The Fiend, too, if that's the plans. That, nah, but even Fiend. then. I think Fiend is best to get his ass beat by Roman. Yeah, but that's my point. Move him, because honestly, I don't know when or if Drew's losing the belt anytime soon. So you don't Drew that needs belt. to be well of opponents. Chris, 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 Chris. Look, no, brother. it's not that I'm saying he's going to beat Drew. I'm not saying that. I'm, I know, I know. I'm just saying, Chris, my brother, my homie, my day one. I say this with all due respect. <laughs> Fuck the fiend. <laughs> okay. Fuck him. <laughs> it's, it's a very hard gimmick to get over. Undertaker-esque. And not have him with a chip in this day and age of wrestling. And in all honesty, McIntyre is in his fucking bag right now. Definitely agree. And Roman Reigns is in his Omega Duffy. That dude, that dude. I would rather see Roman Reigns destroy The Fiend because I think they honestly have better chemistry with each other than to see The Fiend fuck up Drew. Um, I don't see The Fiend moving. I think it's always, for me, The Fiend got so Motion on SmackDown. I think he stays up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know how he's going to, I don't know when the fuck Brock comes back, how that works Brock out. back until Mania. I mean, Royal Rumble Mania. Uh, I don't know when. I think Kofi's next up to get shit on by um, uh, Roman, too. That would be hilarious. And I think he's next up, though. There was some stuff on Twitter about Kofi and Roman. And about how, like, Kofi said about Roman being this in his yard or some shit. AKA, Kofi might be about to get put into a goddamn suitcase. You know what, G? That would be hilarious if Roman said... That makes sense. If, no, th- th- yeah. And storyline-wise, where Roman just goes after everybody who they made the guy while he wasn't the guy. That would be yeah. a great storyline. Like, if you, you can move so many people to have Roman just buffer off until he goes against Big E, that may be it, if you do that, right? Because I think it's honestly between the Big E and the Yeah, it's and either man. or. If you can get, like, the like if if it's, if they, I think we'll know by the Rumble. If, yeah. if they know, because they, the thing is, you'll know ahead of time if you could get The Rock. But at the same time, yeah, I'm, I'm not about to have the rock. Yeah. Like Adam also got pushed back, so. You said what happened? Like Adam got pushed back. You know, he's dead no more. Oh, well, see. But I like I and also thing is, like, and even though it would be really fun to see Roman versus The Rock. I'm also if I'm I'm concerned for it solely because if I'm this big man, I want a crowd. Yeah. Even if it's like 20%. So don't be surprised if that motherfucker's taking place somewhere in Florida. But even if it's 20, 25% of a crowd, I want a crowd if I'm getting The Rock and Roman. But if Big E just happens to get a title shot at Royal Rumble, then A, it is what it is. It is what it is, but if it happens that if it's mania, 
if if it don't happen at Royal Rumble, then more than likely Big E's winning the Rumble, or he's gonna be in the top two, top four finish in the Rumble. But I will. But yeah, like, but yeah, but keep going. Any, but. Yeah. Um. I can't think of anybody else. Uh. I don't know if the Hurt Business moves. I mean, though I love to see Roman destroy that too. Yeah. The thing is, if because my thing is, I think in some capacity, Roman is going to have a stable in some capacity. So if they do do that, then you're putting two big, like two of the most over, because regardless, Roman's in it, so it's going to be over. Hurt Business is over whether you like black wrestlers or not. They're over on one brand. Now, some of the wars be really great to see, but I'm cool with them being the, I guess, even though they dealing with retribution right now, but honestly, after Mustafa Ali, I'm over that shit. Um, that Bobby Lashley choke all them niggas out. But I think Hurt Business being the top faction on Raw, will, it makes more sense why whatever Roman, if Roman Reigns decide to have his big faction, I'm cool with that on SmackDown. That's kind of my vision, but I think keep them where they at, honestly. Like, I don't see them, neither, nobody in that group or the group in itself moving over. Yeah. I think Buddy Murphy might get moved over. Uh, he going to get Seth right now, though. Yeah, but the, based off this, like, Seth is on high alert of Hey, I got a kid on the way. Yeah, he do. He do got the I'm about to go be a daddy face. So, like, Seth Rollins is not going to get drafted. The funny This is going to be the funny thing. Seth Rollins is not going to get drafted at all. Or he just yeah. stays where he's at. If he, he gets drafted, I would love to see the Messiah versus Roman. That would be great. But I think they'll probably say that for a later a later day. One day. Uh, But I can see... I honestly see in Seth stay... In terms of women, because Bianca's technically on Raw, so I don't I, know in terms of women, bro. Yeah, women is tough. Women is so tough. If anyone we get drafted, what you draft, Selena. Like it, it, because if I don't know if what they're doing with Selena is just to see, like, a can we? Do you have potential as a single star? If not, we'll just throw you back with Andrade and hope for the best. Because it's like the, it's not, I doubt if they talk about what Andrade. I think Andrade said some dumb shit. Um, because you think the women's title picture is kind of wrapped up in hell that Selena is needed in Raw, and then SmackDown you just basically saying when Sasha belt, Sasha Banks gonna take that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably at Hell in a Cell. Bailey's first gimmick match and she moves to Sasha would probably be good. Mm-hmm. Then you got to think about who the hell Sasha goes with and maybe if her top reign lasts that long. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 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 it's a lot to think about. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Like, the women's is really tough, but, like, I'm, I don't think none of the major women... Like, it depends on what happens in Hell in a Cell. Because my idea would be you that Sasha gets moved over to Raw she gets her ass kicked. Uh, I won't say she gets her ass kicked, but she loses to Bailey. But she's she gets drafted to Raw. They still have to match a hell in a cell for for you know reasons. 
she loses, but so she Bayley, wins the Royal Rumble to go is, against ba- ba- to go against Bailey again. Bailey, bro, Bailey Day as champion hit four hundred days, bro. She dropping that belt. Probably, more than likely. Uh, and unfortunately, well, even if she loses, like you could just she'll go against Carmella for the next couple of months, and then. They'll figure some shit out. Who who knows? That's that's for them to figure out. But I don't see none of the top women moving. It's gonna be more like the under. So like I wore their mid card. But um, I could possibly see them moving officially moving Nia Jax over the SmackDown. Uh, I think they're gonna lose them belts eventually. Like plus after the after putting Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke together. More than likely, they're going to make them the next tag team champions. How they're going to beat them, that's for them to figure out. Uh, Shayna Baszler is going to stay on Raw. I think she's going to finally get a push in terms of that aspect. Um, and set up her and Asuka for the next, within the next couple months. That's going to happen soon. Uh, then, for guys... A part of feel like Dolph... Z- no, keep Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode and on on Raw. Keep them there. Keep them there. I think Randy Orton moves back to SmackDown. I part of me, Braun's gonna go to Raw. Braun is yeah, gonna Braun's officially be Braun's, Braun's gonna officially be part of Raw. And you might hate it, but he's probably going to be next in line. I will throw the fuck up. I know it's G, but this the thing. Who is the next heel for Drew to beat up? Nigga, anybody but Braun. That's the problem. Braun could be retribution muscle or some shit, bro. <laughs> Damn. I don't fucking know, G. Like, you know, like that is so G, I, I, I get G, I get it. But I'm looking at it in this in the rep and like, look, we hate the nigga. I would say I hate him, but I don't care for the nigga. But you need to throw somebody like, okay, look, here's here's somebody else. Unless you plan on turning Keith Lee heel. Exactly. You don't have to turn anybody heel for them to go against each other. Yeah, no, you don't. But in the situation, in a, if you're going to do it long term, somebody got to become the heel and face eventually. You get what I'm saying? Eventually, yeah. just to clear it, just to because over time, like somebody's gonna have to be the I, right, bro, fuck it. I want this by any means necessary, guy. So that's the thing you got to play the part in if you do the face versus face thing with Drew and uh Keith Lee. Somebody's eventually gonna have to look like the heel. Uh, and I wouldn't be mad if it's Keith Lee because I think he will make a great heel, by the way. Um, it just he just talks too nice. His tone he talks in a tone of like I'm a very nice guy, but I can beat your ass. That's the funny thing. It's just how he talks. But uh he really definitely got some Braun to do. Yeah, like Braun is probably gonna be the next person in line. Uh I'm trying to see who oh let me look at these rosters real quick. Let's see here. Do 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 Let's see. 
I can see I was, like I say I agree with you saying with Alistair Black he could possibly get moved over. It would make the most sense for him because he, even though the thing he got with Kevin Owens is going to stick, I'm still sticking with my Bray Wyatt moves to Raw thing. Oh my god! I know you hate it, but I believe he's it just he needs a refresher. Um, what he don't? He's the fiend. He's just stay in the fucking funhouse. Hey, um. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they might just flip flop the tag team champions. Cesaro and Shinsuke go to Raw and uh, and the Street Profits go to SmackDown. I wouldn't be shocked by that. Um, Daniel Bryan's probably gonna stay on SmackDown. Uh, oh, depending on what happens with the Money in the Bank thing. Somebody's going what between whatever with the Miz, John Morrison, and Otis. Whatever happens with that, one of them's going to end up on Raw. Yeah. Because even though, like, I'm not saying that one of them was going to cash in on Drew, that'd be, but Roman is too damn bulletproof right now to touch. And, like, as much, but, it, and not to say that Drew, not to disrespect Drew right now, but. If I'm a cash in on somebody, it's probably Drew, not Roman, cause that nigga's beating everybody ass. He might beat my ass for thinking about cashing in on him. It's just I, I look at it. So I think whatever goes on with the Money in the Bank thing, that's gonna be taken over the Raw because the way they, it's just how they built up uh Roman Reigns. Uh, what the hell's going on with Elias? I think he ended. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Um, let's see. I heard that they rebranded the Forgotten Sons. I think they go to Raw as well. Uh, whatever goes on with that. Um, who else we got here? I'm just going through names. Uh, I think Kevin Owens stays. Matter of fact, no. How about this? King Corbin needs something fresh. Send him to Raw. Oh, oh man. Send him to Raw. Uh, then that way I wouldn't be mad if you send Kevin Owens to SmackDown. It makes sense then. It Now then it makes sense to send Kevin Owens to SmackDown. Because then you could build Kevin Owens as the top face and also somebody to fight Roman down the line as well. Uh, and plus, I, I'm Baron Corbin needs something fresh as well. And once again, that's somebody else for Drew to beat up on. Um, let's see. Do you do you keep Matt Riddle on SmackDown? Yeah, there's no reason to take him off. Okay. If he moved around, I don't think it'd be any problem. But like, it's just so raw, so jam packed that SmackDown needs the secondary stories more than Raw does. Like, but you thing think is, about SmackDown does a good job with their stories better than Raw does. That's the better part. Yeah, Raw like every every story of SmackDown is set right. I mean, on Raw is set right. You got the Retribution angle with the Hurt Business, Jewel Mac and all them. They doing anything. The women have something to do. All the women stuff is kind of entangling the one big and decent uh, Schmuggers board of rivalries. But then you look at SmackDown, you got the Roman stuff, which has been fantastic. You got uh, the Alexa Best Fee stuff. I don't know where the hell that's going. 
Um, then what else do you get? You get um, the Miz and Morris, the thing that I forgot about too. Yeah, the up. money in the bank thing. Yeah, Big E Surgeons. That's like yeah, right. Yeah, like SmackDown got they story yeah, like Sasha and Bailey. And, um, Bailey. Yeah, and Sasha and Bailey. So like you got like four strong storylines. So Oh, you know, I don't know. It's gonna be a really dry. There's gonna be a lot of surprises. I know some NXT stuff happening. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm looking through. See anybody NXT? The only person I saw that stood out. Also, I think Nikki Cross is going to Raw. Uh, the only person I saw on NXT that I would move up, guaranteed, I would consider putting Rhea Ripley on either Raw or SmackDown. I don't know where you put her. You put on, you put on, you definitely put on raw, and probably have to take that belt off Austin. So, yeah, like you built that up. Um, I don't know when the fuck Charlotte's coming back. So, Charlotte is on a well-deserved break, so she can come back whenever the hell she feels like. She's only probably gone for a couple months. I don't know. I hope she take that belt from Austin. I hope Charlotte don't win a belt for a while. She did it up there with Cena with belt numbers. <laughs> in a short amount of time. So fucking short amount of time. But she also is old as hell, so. Agreed. She old. I think Charlotte like 30 something, almost 40. I think. I don't want to talk about a woman's age because I've been getting beat up at work for that, but. Yeah, you know, that's a big ass no no. Mm. Yeah, it's not. I don't see no make. Like, if there's any major moves, it's probably. It's not gonna be that many major moves. I, Look, like, I, might... I the undisputed era thing is so Triple H needs to just let the motherfuckers go. Yeah, because I feel like amongst NXT people who need who need to move up, I think Rare Ripley for sure because she has nothing to do, yeah, nothing sure to do there. Do uh, and undisputed era speaks for themselves. Even if it's just Adam Cole, but like as a group, like you can you can call up DIY as a as a tag team. And you don't as, have to automatically yeah. push them the single style. And I agree. It's just my concern is I don't think they want to go. It's not Triple H. Oh, that yeah. I, I think it's them. Well, putting them as a tag team, you ain't gotta worry about them getting quote unquote buried in a single thing. Exactly. Because you establish them as a tag team, you establish them two as. As two great tag team wrestlers, you just break them up through a draft for a year or two years later. Exactly, because the tag team division is so freaking bare bones right now. Really bad. The Street Profits need somebody to take them fucking belts off, though. I'm not saying I want the Street Profits to lose. I'm just saying they kind of need competition. They yeah, they it. don't have no competition. And that's the problem because literally Jimmy Uso, clearly he that nigga had a, a thick-ass knee brace on. So literally, you expect it. I don't think he's back. Gonna be back for till Royal Rumble at the earliest. We they literally just cut the damn uh, the big the big Middle Eastern niggas, um. The uh the Forgotten Sons. Dame Bryan coming back. We don't even know when Dame Bryan coming back. That's a problem. I didn't think one off. Daniel Bryan, if he do like whenever he come back, I could see him going. Oh, you give me Daniel Bryan and Drew McIntyre. Oh, I would love that. I would love it. I would love it, and then let them literally uh let him do the running knee and he try to do the Claymore kick and they, the ring explodes. I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like I'm 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 perfectly fine with that. But but yeah, like 
it's I'm like I don't see nothing major. Like the biggest name that might be moved might be like I like your AJ the NXT thing, but he might go back to Raw, maybe. <laughs> Maybe okay, he said he wanted to go to NXT. I can see him going to NXT. Yeah, like if he, he then might have a show. I'll, I'll, if look, even if you go to NXT for just two months and they do give us that, I'm perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine. Dandy, shoot, I will be lit, happy as hell. If we get that match. So, but uh, but yeah. So be on lookout for what happens. A lot of potential storylines that could happen post post things. I just I don't see none of the champions moving unless they just flip flop the tag teams. And I don't see them flip flopping the mid card belts either. So it is what it is when it comes to that. Um look like Aaron Rodgers has hurt his foot. Let's get it. Uh but also fuck the Bears. That's how mm. I'm in, that's that's my final words in terms of content. Fuck the bears, G. Tired of this shit. But we appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. Much love and appreciation as always. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring, three at from the ring for all our basketball wrestling takes. It is what it is. Also, Shorty, who uh thought she was going to make a great report about the WWE and changing it. Enjoy that C minus, beloved. But uh, I'm just throwing it out there. But follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Uh, make sure you also uh, follow, hit that share, follow, subscribe button on whatever digital streaming platform lists this podcast on. Be much, much appreciated, much obliged of you. Matter of fact, I, I want you to do it. If you're not doing, if you like, as I'm speaking, hit that button right now. Thank you very much. But we appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Oh,